0: Everything from the obscure to the obvious, the hidden and the blatant, as well as all things in between. So be informed. Hear about your world community every Friday night from 7 to 8 p.m. on 94.1 FM, where we'll serve you the red pill with love. And you are listening to 94.1 KPFA and 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno, 97.5 K248BR in Santa Cruz, and online at kpfa.org. The time is 3 p.m. Stay tuned next for Cover to Cover with Jennifer Stone. Happy endings are the rules. So divide up those in darkness from the ones who walk in light. is Jennifer Stone with Stone's Throw. today is International Women's Day, March the 8th, 2016. Women of the world unite. You have nothing to lose but your pain. I was talking to our program director a minute ago, and I said, I said, I said... Oh, it's pretty hard, pretty hard to talk about this subject. It's so vast. It's uh, half our species we're trying to talk about today. Uh, I, uh, Lately, I'm thinking of it as the battle for men's minds. Somebody once said the battle for men's minds is often fought on the field of women's bodies. Actually, I said that, I'm, I, I must have heard somewhere, but anyway, we know what that's all about. Uh, I, of course, have overdone it again, uh, put aside all this material on Planned Parenthood, and uh, kudos for the Oscar winner uh, Spotlight, that's the one, the movie that won the Oscar this year. It's about uh one of the oldest crimes in human history i guess uh the Catholic Church's <laughs> um pedophilia I don't know uh, do you think that our species has always been as oh gosh um uh, uh incestuous prurient um I think it probably depends on the conditions. A lot of people I know blame celibacy for the crimes in the Catholic Church, but I'm not going to get into that. Uh, it's, uh, uh, it's just good to know that at least, at least now, that uh, crime is out in the open right there uh, where everybody can... Can take a good look Hell's Bells, boys and girls. Um uh, okay. Yes. I'll skip uh Hillary's Hell cats. That's uh <laughs> that's something we we'll say for another day. Electoral politics. Oh God, electoral politics. Uh who was the guy a long time ago? Uh I think he he kept talking about having notebooks, folders full of women's histories. It was he was trying to fill a job, you know. and He, he said he couldn't couldn't find a, a woman, and uh, he'd been given all these folders, loose leaf notebooks full of women, and he was going to uh, vet them to see who would do. I, I guess, I guess it is true that. Uh, Men, male men, do need education, they do need a little help uh, mostly they need it from each other. There is a large proportion of uh the male species is quite bright, you know, not nearly as dumb as they look they They know what 's going on, and uh, they just don't know how to deal with it. They don't know whether to change it or, you know, build it higher, build the wall up higher. I just, I don't know. Last night, I was watching a documentary that I recommend highly. It also won an Oscar 45-minute documentary called A Girl in the River. And there was a young lawyer, young man, in that documentary. It was not just movie star, handsome, uh, he was profoundly sympathetic. Uh, he was the pro bono lawyer for a young woman who had survived uh, a murder attempt. It was a question of an honors killing. Uh, this poor young woman, uh, <laughs> she, oh dear, she had to forgive her father and her uncle when they uh, attempted to murder her. <laughs> I know okay they they shot this poor girl she was a good girl she was engaged to a young man um, four years and she was happy to marry him and her uncle decided the young man was too poor had too many children at his house yes a large family courtyard full of all these little kids um, his eldest brother was the head of the household uh, his mother, that would be the victim's mother in law, was a very kind, sweet, but obviously utterly, utterly powerless woman. And, uh, this poor girl, uh, she just went off and got married. And this, of course, was a terrible blow to the father's honor. She just married the young man she wanted to marry, and not the dude that her uncle picked out for her. Uh, the, Father and uncle arrived uh, just after the wedding ceremonies. The young woman said they had never, never had any alone time. Um, they, They wanted her to come home and behave herself, and then they told her she could leave the home with honor. Uh, in a manner that would show respect for them. They swore on the Quran that there would be no harm come to her. And so they put her in the car, and they drove off, and they stopped by the river. And the uh, uncle met her very badly, and they shot her. She said she turned her face uh, at the last second, and you can see that her cheek, half of her face, it's huge scar, I don't know. She'll have it for life, but uh, they put her in a bag through in the river, and she got out. She found her way to a gas station, called the police, and uh, her father and uncle were actually arrested and spent, I don't know, a few days, week or something in jail. <laughs> anyway, the men in the neighborhood got together. There's this cabal of guys, and they, they wanted to make peace. They wanted to comp Compromise was the word they used. Anyway, they asked this young woman to forgive her father and her uncle. And uh, she said at one point... It, the, uh, the, the line... Uh, well, it it was a translation, so we don't know quite what she really said. But basically she said she could not or would never forgive them in her heart. But... It's obvious, or it was obvious to her, that she had to forgive them uh, in front of the court, or she would be dead. It was suggested to her that if they did go to jail for a year or two, they would get out and come kill her. Anyway, <laughs> I I think the, the the film is so, so, uh, what's the word? Uh It's not heartbreaking, it's just, it was just so, so pragmatic, so factual. You see this young woman realizing that she has no choice, she is a victim of her culture. The worst, the absolute worst uh, moment in the documentary is when her sister, I think it was her older sister, anyway, this also very lovely, beautiful sister... Uh, says that, yes, uh, it was a sin, 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 sin. It was uh, the work of Allah to punish her. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, I'm never sure, I'm never sure uh, in these documentaries, whether it's the the filmmaker or whether there's, uh, what do you call it, Uh, real honesty, real truth, Coming through. Um, by the end of the film, we realize that uh, it's same old, same old. The young woman is today uh, pregnant, so her life is pretty much, uh, pretty much set. Uh, I can't figure out why. Uh, why the guy who made the documentary, people who made the made the documentary, that was a whole crop bunch of them up there getting their Oscars. Why they haven't done something to help this woman get out of the country, leave. Ah, uh, uh, you know, some kind of uh, uh, amnesty. No, no, no. What would it be? Sanctuary, sanctuary. The UN has got to start setting it up. But you know what would happen then. The number of women who would demand... Ah, uh, uh, they would demand entry into the United States or someplace, someplace safe. Uh, in any case, uh, the men in the movie were not just scary, they were obviously, what is the word for that, uh, evil. Uh, they were evil in the sense that Anna Errant Anna uses the word, that is to say they were undeveloped. They simply had a structured belief system, and they stuck to it, you know and people who can people who can uh, make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. Voltaire said that one. I love it. Uh, these men were utterly sincere. they believed that uh, they were doing the will of God that means <laughs> Their own will. You know how that is. Uh, some wonderful movie years ago with Robert Duvall. It's called The Apostle. <laughs> the best, best portrait I've ever seen of a man of God. <laughs> and, you know, he talks to God. He learned it from his mother. Anyway, Robert Duvall in The Apostle. Uh, it was the first time I saw the kind of movie I, I thought you could take it to a class and children would come to understand how it is that uh, a human being can take his own psychology, his own passions, his own likes and dislikes, uh, everything in his own soul and uh, what is it, scapegoat, project it, uh, uh, turn it into the voice of God, uh, anyway, fascinating, fascinating stuff, I, uh, tried as I watched Donald Trump the other day, I tried to figure out what was going on, uh, what was happening in his mind, maybe somebody who is a, uh, super psychiatrist can explain all that to us, uh, I don't think it needs much explanation. I think that what you see is what you get. Uh, Frankly, um, (laughs) the Donald, I think, has gone far enough. The joke's gone far enough. And uh, surely, surely, uh, people are not so stupid that they cannot see what is right there in front of uh, them. Donald Trump's coarse comedy routine is shameful in a world where reality is so brutal, (laughs) that even Mark Twain, remember Mark Twain's satirical voice, he couldn't contain it, he he wrote a book titled Letters from Earth, it pretended to be letters from the devil, addressed to God, Um, the devil was down here on earth, and again this projection, he wrote to God in heaven to explain, Uh, mankind's absurdities. uh. Anyway, uh, I never can figure out uh, how it is that the public audiences can identify with or empathize with uh, stupidity, with ignorance. There's never, never been a shortage of braggarts, um, con men, vulgarians, jackasses, and most of the time, they just do these things to amuse themselves. They compete for egomaniac of the week. Uh, It's not an ego, maybe. Maybe I think it's their id. Uh, Trump himself says he's six years old. His infantile essence (laughs) glows. He has no fear. Uh, Now, some of us insist on indulging an army of jerks and ignoramuses because we think that that's the price we pay for democracy. That's that notion that expression must be free even to those we loathe, you know. I may disagree with everything you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. Okay, now that's cool, schoolchildren, that's cool. Get the message, freedom, even for those whose ideas stink. uh, The battle for men's minds is a never-ending struggle, and we must uh, fight a bad idea with a good idea, right? Uh, You know, Christianity and Islam. (laughs) Who's going to win that battle, do you think? Uh, I think that Donald Trump, the Donald Trump, is generic, the generic jackass. We all know people like him, but as I say, what scares me is not the arrogance of the guy, it's the fact that people listen to him. He is reaching for real power. I think uh, Matt Romney said that uh, it's uh, dangerous to have such a person uh, reaching for Real power. He doesn't want Trump's imagination to have anything to do with real power. People buy his BS. Uh, I think that bigots and bullies always get an audience, um, oh, among their close friends, you know, in their hometown. But this guy's become a coast-to-coast phenomenon. Uh, I think personally. I think it's his money. Uh, that's his secret. But. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Uh, the people on Earth, the others, the non-American citizens—they do seem to get it, and I think it's shameful. Uh, now, I think of all the historical historical precedents. They—they're saying now, "Aha!" Uh, uh-huh. They're saying that he looks and has the body language of Mussolini, (laughs) Benito Mussolini, the Italian fascist dictator, a jawline, that gigantic pout. Uh, Someone, who was it uh, the other day? Oh, the satirist Bill Maher, not one of my favorite people, he put a video of uh, Adolf Hitler giving speeches uh, in Germany back in the day, and he included an English translation. I have no idea whether it was correct. Uh, but if the translations on the screen uh, really are anything like the original German, is blood curdling. <laughs> I mean, very few people uh, uh, would—what is it? Would imagine that, uh, well, that Hitler would say things so what is the word, so childlike TV audiences are not familiar with the speeches, but uh, they 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 just saw Hitler's delivery, you know, that loud, garish, noisy, overpowering roar. Uh, the assumption is always just to think he was a totalitarian tyrant and a bully and posturing. And, in fact, the speeches that Bill Maher presented to the audience uh, were almost, well, very much like the the words of the Donald. That is simple antagonism to things as they are. Uh, uh, lots of stuff, you know, the sour, bitter taste of the the Germans after World War One that led to World War Two. <laughs> Donald seems to be demanding that we give him the store. This approach is not just self-centered. Uh, it's the same talk that we hear from religious fundamentalists, you know, the one-idea men. Isn't funny how it's all the same, all the same Sharia law? <laughs> Pundits often tell us that fascism has triumphed uh, when government and business meld that has become one and the same thing all part of the same organization or system uh, ruling structure ideology whatever it is we're calling it these days uh i call it theocracy sh- That's see sharia law that's one of the one of the easiest things to identify once upon a time uh During what was called the Western Enlightenment, uh, the intellectual establishment told us that persons who fit the profile of these guys, these dictators, were sociopaths, that was the word, sociopaths, and they are in transition to becoming psychopaths, that is, murderers, that is, willing to ignore any ideas or values that are not their own uh my father called it the god complex it's that uh stage of dehumanization comes into being when the individual deludes herself himself you know into believing <laughs> that uh, his own feelings are those of the almighty uh <laughs> the divine that's it the divine you remember the divine right of kings thing is that it wasn't just the king that believed it. Uh, actually, uh, a lot of people still buy that line. You remember Pharaoh, long ago, he would take his servants with him into the afterlife. And as late as the 19th century, Shaka, the Zulu, uh, he put 12 of the most beautiful maidens in Zululand into his mother's grave to care for her. Uh, <laughs> He uh, he did his duty as a son for a year. He forbid his people to marry and he threw the milk of his cattle on the earth. Uh, a psychopath always assumes that he has a right to sacrifice human beings uh, or even, let's see... Priests or Vestal Virgins, yes, they do the same thing. Until it's their turn, are we sliding back to the stage where democracy is just too difficult to maintain? Takes all our weeknights. Ah, bread and circuses, ancient Rome, television trance, ah, cyber soul of the nation. I'm not sure uh, about the uh, dessert, the women uh, the women 's place you know all this mayhem uh, i think uh, I think that most most women recognize that they have to go along to get along when they rebel, they try to do it in uh, a way so that they may also survive you know. Uh, I have in front of me here, uh, under my bits on the honor killings, the worst crime against women that I know of. Uh, It's a poem called Private Property. I think I have just time to read this to you. It uh, treats female genital mutilation as perhaps the oldest form of torture for social and economic control. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Private Property Patrimony since the Bronze Age The private parts of little girls The vulnerable vulva Labias bleed like lambs In rites as old as greed Sharpen the knife for sacrifice So tight her mother right Close her with catgut. Clitoris torn by the root, thrown to the dogs, every dogma has its day. Four thousand years, some say, of whips and weddings, chastity sold for a goat. Enclosure of her fields and land. Our source enslaved, the earth in chains. Child bride is a femicide, holy mother maimed, mutilate, infibulate. My son is mine, cries the male line. It was not sudden, this reign of the phallus. A wall here, a weapon there, common property. <laughs> ah, no profit, no profit in free love a man's heart is with his treasure. Bride price is thirty pieces of silver, and don't don't forget the thorns. Christ's thorns were worn on high. Did Christ know where children's thorns were worn flesh was on the market long before the prophet? Theft is the oldest profession, veils for the women, yokes for the cattle. Venus envy, the oldest pathology, bondage, the oldest barbarism. Ah, If we do not cut it off, it will grow into a penis, an old woman believes. She is serving her race. Did the prophet know the Koran will not say so? Where is it consecrate that woman shall urinate one drop at a time? No holy book, no testament to virility mandates that we castrate womankind. No ancient writings praise Infection no priest extols, soul murder, though sacred scrolls do preach social controls. If man is God's cock, and Eros is chained to the rock. Suna is tradition, rape of the virgin, forest or female, much the same, first with a razor, then with shame. No old-growth trees, no illegitimate bastards. Disappear the wild and the free, damn the headwaters of the river Styx, the blood-red liver, liver, river. River of living, dying, the river of time and return. Impale the Amazon on the sword of Greek thought. Burn a wicker at the stake. Snicker at the silicone. Starlet. The adolescent, anorexic at the gate. Purification, purification. Excision. Clear-cut the child, pave the way to phallic privilege, strip minor her sex until she is smooth as a pomegranate, dead to the touch. For should she rise, what an erection, a libido to be reckoned with, a song to make the seas pristine once more, a dream of lands without demands, a hearth where outlaws find a home, where the unpaid labor of half the world... Sits enthroned and writes in stone, this is my law, that shall be. Let every sentient being breathe free. This has been Jennifer Stone with Stone's Throw. back again at the same time next week. Till then, go easy, and if you can't go easy, go as easy as you can. The 11th annual Bay Area Flamenco Festival is coming in the month of March with two very special performances. Events kick off on Tuesday, March 1st at 8 p.m. with a performance by world-renowned gypsy flamenco dancer Farruquito at the Palace of Fine Arts Theater in San Francisco. Farruquito brings a full cast of nine dancers and musicians direct from Spain, including rising star Hema Moneo. The Bay Area Flamenco Festival continues on Wednesday, March 9th at 8 p.m. at San Francisco's Herbst Theater with a sizzling collaboration between extraordinary gypsy singer Esperanza Fernandez and Grammy-awarded Cuban pianist Gonzalo Rubalcaba, a giant of Latin jazz. The festival is sponsored by KPFA and benefits Bay Area Flamenco. For more information and tickets...